Welcome to Film Study, an all-American podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, comment, rate the podcast, five stars, all that, all that stuff. Um, but today we are talking about Simone Hicks, aka the catalyst, the main character uh, of All American Homecoming, the reason for the spinoff. Um, and so we're we're super excited. I had a chance to talk with my friend Liv on Twitter. Um, so. So hope that you enjoy this conversation and yeah we'll be covering covering Simone Hicks in her in her character she's been through a lot since she arrived on the scene and was it like 204 205 so she's been through quite a bit uh just like just like all of the other characters in All-American uh and she she is the chance to lead her own her own show which we'll talk about this is actually actually really exciting for me because it's like we're getting to the crossover like she is the reason for the crossover she is the reason for the expanded universe so that's very exciting that we're actually like crossing crossing over through this podcast so it's both all american and homecoming (laughs) podcast um awesome so you ready to get into it Liv? yeah let's get into it Cool. So just a quick question for you. How did Simone come to be your favorite character? Uh, okay. Uh, well, first, when she showed up, I knew that, you know, characters sh- showing up. I think season two is actually one of my favorite seasons. Care showed up and then Simone showed up. I, I don't know. They They just brought something different. I mean, I adore the other girls, Olivia and Layla, but there was just something about Kia and Simone that I felt was a little bit different that was missing from the show that they brought on, especially with Simone. She was firm and, you know, sweet. You know, she just she's a mix of everything. I mean, she kind of reminds me of myself, I think. The fact that she's nice and sweet, but she's also super firm. Like, you can't play with her. But she's also that super supportive friend that she has always been on the show and something we see expanded more on All-American Homecoming. That's why I'm really so excited about the fact that she got her own show because on All-American, we only saw her as an extension of the relationship with Jordan. So, uh, right. But, but somehow she still brought her personality, even though it was briefly, but any chance she got, she really brought her personality and it was really nice to see. Yeah, yeah. And that's the that's credit to Jeffrey Maya. She's an amazing, yeah. amazing actress. I, think. I don't I think, think anyone did. would be able to play Simone as much as she has done. I think she has brought so much right. personality to that character. And so far, it has continued to expand in the most beautiful way. So, yeah. I completely agree. I completely agree. I think that, um, and I say this often because I don't, I, All American is a huge show. They're going on season five, right? Really big on Netflix, etc. So I think it's really hard for new characters to come in and cement their place uh, in the lineup. And I have to say, because I'm thinking about it now, like between Jeffrey and, and some of the new folks that have come on in season four, like, 
I feel like they have really put their stamp on characters like in new ways. So I feel like Jeffrey was like the one of the first people to like actually put a stamp on All American as like a as a recurring star. And then you see like yeah. later on, sort of um, the girl who plays Jamie and you know the girl who plays uh, Sky. Like they're both they're both. Uh, I feel like following that Jeffrey Maya like model, of, like putting yeah. your stamp on a character and making an impression on the audience right away. Exactly. Like, I think aside Simone, I can't tell you, I won't lie to you, as you were mentioning Sky and Jamie, I was like, who? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I almost already forgot about them. Like, it just goes to show that. I mean, of course, I knew they did something, but it didn't like imprint anything in my memory. I was still mm-hmm. trying to figure out who, 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 who is she talking about? <laughs> So, well, maybe it was just me. Maybe they just made a depression on me. So I, I think that they're following no. the Jeffrey model. No, Maya. it took it took me Maya a minute. Model. It, yeah, it just took me a minute though. But <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, I think Kia, Kia too, because she wasn't even there for so long, and she's so. Oh, loved. Kia, yeah. Like yeah. I miss her so much. Like oh, same, like, same. I, other, I see. I other... count Kia as like original cast because she's been <laughs> like. She's been there since season one, just killing it. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's OG. She's OG for me. Uh, but yeah. no, you're right. You're right. And, and she's been gone for so long, and yet people still want to see her back. Like that's the like, impact. That's Asia, the impact. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. We need Asia. Uh, like back. I know yeah. she's busy. I know she is busy, but girl, please just have mercy. Come yeah, short, and seeing love. Kia and Simone, seeing Kia and Simone in a in a um like scene together and in an episode together yeah. would be so fun. I know. I think all of us really wanted Kia to be on Homecoming because she's the character that sort of made it the most sense to go from All American to Homecoming with yeah. with it being an HBCU. Uh, but I think I think Asia, the actress, was very very busy. So. Uh, it's just missed missed opportunity, but hopefully we still get that. Yeah. Like hopefully, hopefully we still get Kia. Yeah, Kia I feel like she just it has to feel it feels right that she just has to come back at some point. Like I would need yeah. that. I'm literally yeah. on my knees pleading with whoever needs to make it happen. It just has to happen <laughs> yes. at some point. Yeah. Yes, no, I agree. I agree. But to your point, to your point, I think similarly, uh, one of the reasons I like the character of Simone made an impression on me was because number one, how you, how they wrote her. I think that you're, you're absolutely correct in that she was, uh, she was very much uh, confident, like right off the bat. Like I, yeah. if there's one scene that sticks in my mind for Simone, it's literally her at the birthday party and they were playing hide and go get it right. And Jordan's already like <laughs> making up the girl and she just yeah. sits there. She's just like, Oh wait, <laughs> like, I'll wait. Like she's not like, oh, okay, I'll just go outside and wait. Or so I'll, I'll wait. And just straight up said, you know, Jordan was like, okay, okay. And you know, he just had to do something at that point. So right. that firmness right. that she has, it's just so beautiful. And she does it not in an you know, some some characters would be firm, but mm-hmm. annoying. But that firmness is like really so cool to watch. Like yeah. it's so cool. It was very yeah. refreshing. It was very refreshing yes. to see. And I think you're right. It added a different 
different dynamic. But let's 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 get into like how we meet Simone. Obviously, um, she she and Jordan had sort of like a one night stand, or they were you know yeah. they were basically uh, well, messing around, right? Messing around. Yeah. Uh, we don't really know like what's clear, what's like, not. Just Jordan know that dating Jordan multiple. has been. Yeah, he's like. Yeah, he was with multiple then, women uh, yeah. <laughs> after the whole after the whole affair came out between Billy yeah. and uh, Billy and Grace, uh, and so like we like I just mentioned, she you know comes to Jordan and basically is just like I'm pregnant and and the baby's yours, um, yours. and so we like you said she, her her storyline was so attached to Jordan because it was his storyline in effect. Yeah, uh, it was like an extension was, of his storyline. Yeah, right, right, and it was supposed to be a storyline about Jordan sort of uh, receiving consequences, or it was like a cautionary tale. But again, Jeffrey Maya just knocked it out of the park. That <laughs> she she was just like, oh, this character is we can do a lot with this character. So we find out that. Um, you know, as Jordan and Simone are preparing for this baby and they're sort of getting closer and he's checking on her. And again, she's very, again, very confident. Like your brother is ignoring me. I asked him to go to this checkup with me. And, you know, she's talking to Olivia, like, what, yeah. what is this? And Olivia's just like, all right, <laughs> I, I get you. Go I ahead. get you and calm down. Right. <laughs> Jordan's, <laughs> Jordan's going to get it together. And eventually he does. And, you know, they, they really start sort of preparing for this baby. And there's this thing people say all the time, which I completely agree with. Like he, she changed Jordan's life in a way that like Jordan, as we know Jordan right now, it's, it started out with Simone and the whole storyline. That's how he grew into another side of his character that we have come to love. I wouldn't I wouldn't lie to you. I, I didn't really care about Jordan that much until Simon came <laughs> into his life. I mean, I'm sorry, but like that's my truth. Like I love Jordan. I love the playful side of him and he was all of that, but I wasn't paying him that much attention until she came into his life. So I th- I think of like things as like intersections. So I think the experience with his parents, uh at going on at the same time as with like as well yeah. as like the influence of Simone like really caused Jordan to to to, to grow really up a grow lot. Up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we exactly. said the same thing. It, well, that's the thing is it, exactly it did cause him to grow up. Um yeah. and so as he's growing up, he like you know, he and Olivia, mostly Olivia, right, put together this 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 um what is it crib crib for the baby uh (laughs) olivia put it together he (laughs) handed her the pieces uh and he's so excited that he pulls out this clock uh this watch that that billy gave him uh and it's a family heirloom and he's just like so excited to show to his child exactly to give it to his child and so he gives it to Simone and so Simone and so at this time like Simone sort of decides to tell him that he's he's not the father uh and also at this time I I, at this time I don't want to forget this she has not told her parents that she's pregnant yet uh she's very afraid of her parents and I think that's important because when she finally decides to tell him and 
you know, he's asking her questions about it. She says, you know, I, I did this because I saw how you loved your family and I wanted someone to love my baby. Yeah. Like that. Um, and so what did you think about all that? What did you think about that introduction? I know it was a very, I feel like Simone was a very sort of controversial character in the beginning because yeah. of this storyline and because of you know it's it's that like we, we see it in the comments all the time like oh she lied on him which yeah. is just like oh, she was yeah. 16 and pregnant like uh, i see yeah, that i'm wrong, like but also over she... yourselves <laughs> <laughs> right like yes it was wrong but she acknowledged her wrong and she yeah you know mm-hmm. she was very vocal about it being not because he had money but because she saw his family and she wanted someone to love his exactly like and so what did you think money too so it's not as if she was trying yeah. to rip him off or something exactly I, I like, yeah she did something that wasn't right but like the simone we know she was able to confidently come out again and tell him the truth about it and then why and then i feel like for me the reason she gave was super valid I mean, you see a guy loving his family like that, and then you want to be a part of that because you don't know if you're... Um, Dane, at that point, I don't think we've met him at that point, but obviously he wasn't mm-hmm. up for it or something. And then right. she thought that Jordan would be a better option and alternative, and which he was from every of the actions he took afterwards. He was like the better option, even if he wasn't the dad. But... Like I said, maybe it's the bias I have for Simone. I could never, like, <laughs> my whole my whole take on that whole situation was, yes, it wasn't right, but she was also 16. She was young, and, you know, you when you're that young, you could literally do something that you're not proud of, obviously. Yeah. But then the fact no. that she came out clean, said what it was about, and it was also valid as well, I feel like people should just let it go because I still see people use that and bring that up and say there's that. I'm not the biggest Jimon fan, but when people use that as an argument against them, I don't I don't think I key into that because it was just something that could have happened either way, I think. Right. So yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um and I think that like I, I agree in the sense that like she's she's 16 and she's figuring it out I'm uh I, I I'm very passionate about this about like letting black women make mistakes on tv and not like over punishing yeah. them and not it. like exactly because we could also make that excuse for some white girl and it's her and then we are just being so hard on her for no reason right yeah right um and so again yeah it was wrong but she very i think very quickly very quickly at least in the show's timeline actually (laughs) right fessed up uh i think it was like in the next episode uh or a couple episodes after but so anyway she comes to him because by the time we're at by the time we get sort of post shooting she comes to inform him and she's like it's the least i could do after all of this right um, and then this is after, you know, they've talked and Jordan's just like, I, I really want to, I still want to be like in your life. Be and, you know, I, life, I understand yeah. why you did right. Be a part of the baby's life. And I understand why you did what, what you did. Um, so she comes to him, warns Jordan about his dad's job. Uh, but so they're like on friendly terms. He's checking in on her and everything like that. Mm-hmm. She still hasn't told her parents um, about the baby about and the Jordan's baby? just like, 
Right. <laughs> and Jordan's just like, well, if you want to tell your parents, I'll be there with you. So I they end up go going with out you, to dinner. Yeah. Right. So they end up going out to dinner. By the way, this is just a fun little aside. I love when I love when the writers keep it keep it consistent because the very first uh the very first thing that Simone's mom says is like, oh, you're meeting me in a sports bar. So it's just really funny <laughs> because that's continued obviously into season three. And she's just like, we're not having yeah. a reception here. So anyway, I just appreciate yeah. that little like yeah. that consistent, uh-huh. consistent trait. She's always hated the hangout people. It's a mom's mom. What is her name? Tina. Tina has always Tina, hated the yeah, hangout. Tina. Always... I mean, she's classy. Tina Hicks. And all that. Hilarious. She is. She is. Uh, so she actually wanted, and, and trigger warning, but she wanted Simone to get an abortion when Simone told her, um, and Simone was not for that, and so uh, Jordan invites her into to live with the Bakers, invites her to live with the Bakers, um, and so we see Jordan like making making <laughs> Simone like some sort of <laughs> pregnancy shake or something, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, uh, and Ooh. and Laura comes down. And I, I specifically want to focus on this conversation with Laura and sort of skip past the Jordan part because uh, Laura comes down, Jordan, Jordan leaves, and she has this conversation with Simone um, that I think is that I think is overlooked, and I didn't even realize I had this conversation until I was going back for this podcast. And Laura tells Simone um, that Jordan is super kind, and Simone agrees, and Laura says like, "Kind people." get hurt and so right off the bat she was very protective of jordan in the situation with simone right and i i i get it as a mom but it's i i say on this podcast all the time that i love laura and i think that she's the best parent on the show because in spite of her protectiveness of jordan okay the sort of the kind people get hurt uh she goes on to give simone advice and she's like look you can stay here as long as you want and as long as you need. And then she starts to ask her about, but like, do you have a plan for after the baby baby is born? And Simone, right. And Simone is just like, she doesn't know. And then Laura encourages her to start thinking like a mom because she wants to keep, yeah, because she wants to keep the baby. And so she's just like, and she's not, start thinking like a mom, not just for Jordan. Jordan's actually the third person she mentions, but she's like thinking like a mom for your baby, thinking like a mom for you and like making and making a plan accordingly. Right. So making this plan for the baby, making this plan for you and making this plan for Jordan so that nobody gets hurt. And I think, right. Gets hurt in the process. And I think that we always acknowledge sort of Jordan and Simone's impact on each other, but realizing yeah. that there's other people that also had an impact like we mentioned olivia earlier for jordan but this conversation i think is really what changes simone's simone's mindset perspective, yeah 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 um so what did, what did you think about just like hearing that and hearing like sort of what laura told simone oh well <laughs> first off i know that some people don't like laura but like you said she's like a great mom okay not great great is too much <laughs> i think she's a great i think mom. she's a great mom <laughs> oh okay i would say she's a good no, no, mom no you're good you're good you can think she's a good mom i'm just always <laughs> laura is in my top laura is in my top yeah i can tell i can tell 
Okay, she's a good mom and she cares for her kids, even if the writers sometimes annoy me and don't give them as much screen time as they should with Jordan and Olivia, especially Jordan recently. But then I feel like that conversation, like you said, it was a wake up call for Simone. Like, you know how you're like, you're something, you're preparing towards something and you're not like thinking ahead and you're just thinking about the moment. I think that's what she was doing at that point. She wanted to keep this baby, but she wasn't thinking of the impact yet that it would have on her life and how she was going to go through with the whole situation. She was just there living in the moment. Like you said, she said she could stay there as long as she could. But then what happens after the baby is born? What happens to her? What happens to the baby? How does it? And maybe that's where the switch happens for her. And like, oh, I'm actually going to be a mom. I'm actually going to bear a child. So what happens with me, schooling, the baby, and since I'm not giving the baby... Okay, I don't know whether they've talked about adoption at this point. No, yeah. I think she still wanted to keep the baby at this point, yeah? Yeah, I think that they, like, mentioned adoption, but it wasn't, like, set in... It wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think at this point, she was just going with the flow, like, day-to-day okay i'm pregnant but okay it doesn't really make that much sense to her like we say sometimes people forget how young she was at this point i mean when you're assistant and pregnant i don't know i don't think you're thinking about all this whole huge changes that would happen to your life you're just like okay i'm just going with the flow you know you're just worried about especially not if your parents have kicked you out like you haven't told them and then when you finally tell them they kick you out yeah And, you know, at that point, she was lacking that family support that everyone needs at this point. So, and then this ties down back to what we said about whole her thinking that Jordan would be a great option for the baby. Look at Laura giving her that kind of advice, something that her mom would have never said to her at this point. She she just wanted to condemn her and maybe just get the baby out of the way instead of thinking. So that she could get into Stanford. exactly so it was just more about she cared more about simone which wasn't necessarily bad but she didn't care about the fact that simone also cared about the baby and wanted the baby in her life so yeah right i think laura did a great job that was that was nice sometimes we forget that third parties in these relationships i think they all played a part even if briefly or something this was really good advice i think especially something since her mother couldn't be there to give her that so that was really nice no and i love the way that you you included that in is like you you're absolutely right right like this is why she chose jordan is like exactly this conversation with laura is because his his when it comes down to it i'm gonna include laura and olivia in that laura olivia and jordan like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> comes down to yeah. it uh they're gonna show up um so sort of fast forwarding a little bit uh okay. after that conversation with laura simone mm-hmm. sort of takes it upon herself to leave the bakers she uh she gets a hotel room um she says that she called she called dane he's trying to not, not to be in the baby's life baby's still life, uh, yeah. but she doesn't tell jordan that um so jordan's checking in on her he finds out about the hotel room uh and like you know is just trying to be in her life he mentions that he likes her she gets sort of upset about it um 
but again like it's just sort of this uh sort of like back and forth with them um whether or not they're like platonic what what their relationship is what's the nature of their relationship Mm -hmm. um but then jordan goes and talks to her mom for her um and that's when she sort of like and and it basically encourages her mom to let her live at the house again again. you know right and so she has a talk with her mom and she says things are good and so she returns a favor by giving jordan that highlight reel that highlight reel that's so famous and then of course like these are like the last couple of episodes so so that was like in 215 so in the season finale of season two that's when jordan's just like i'm in love with you this is the hail mary she gets with (laughs) jordan so we know that we know that story this is not necessarily a jamon (laughs) podcast but as we as they go through that summer, as we know, See, that's they decide... the issue. We cannot talk about Simone in All American without bringing Jordan. Oh, like absolutely said, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because everything she did on the show on All American was like, not until we started talking, having talks about the spinoff that we started hearing things that were more about herself than about her relationship with Jordan Buck. It's fine. Right. I'm not complaining. Right. Well, and the, yeah, that's the case because it was like, that's the reason the character yeah, came on was to be exactly. Jordan's, Jordan's storyline. And so she's always going to yeah. be attached to Jordan um, for, yeah. for this fact. Uh, yeah. And so as we get into season three, uh, we know that they, uh, that Jordan and Simone got married sort of after being in love for the whole summer so in love that people were just like grossed out by it right lived in one of the vegas uh everybody yeah. that was in vegas was like making disgusted noises faces, <laughs> yeah right right uh and you know yeah just just being so open about their love and even if it didn't make sense to other people that they to were others, gonna do yeah they were gonna do what's best for them and yeah. as they leave that I think focusing in back on like the Simone of it all um Mm -hmm. as it's getting closer to school as it's getting closer to the delivery of the baby uh and when Simone has her baby I think that's another sort of turning point for her right because she this was to your point this was something very I think theoretical like she was living it but it was also just very obviously the realness of it hasn't come up yet yeah exactly exactly and so as she's thinking about this and as she's like she's experiencing the realness because she has given up the baby and it was a closed adoption so she didn't even she didn't even see the baby right at first Um, she turned her head away and so that really deeply affects her she's sort of um avoiding jordan's calls as she's uh dealing with having this baby so what did you think about that and her sort of immediate reaction of going through pregnancy and again like the realness of it for her yeah i mean following up on what i said earlier the fact that she knew she was pregnant but then the reality of it didn't sink in yet until the baby came you know it's one thing to know and then it's actually another thing to live through it and then with the whole closed adoption thing and then tying back to the fact that she was that age at that time, having to deal with all of that. I mean, even though her parents allowed her to get back home, the fact that she had to even experience any of that, having to leave at the baker's, leave at the hotel room and all of that. So it was just a little too much. So I think that reaction that she had, it was, <clears throat> it was, it was justified to me. 
I mean, it's not easy. Even as an older person, I'm slightly older than her, like in real life. I mean, I don't even imagine how I could feel going through all of that, how much more. Like, I know it's fiction, but still, it was a lot. It was so much. It was a lot. And, but her feelings were super valid because, I mean, close adoption. And, you know, all along, she wanted to take care of the baby, even though she didn't know how. And yeah. it ties back again to what we said about the whole theoretical part of it. She knew that she wanted to take care of the baby but she didn't know how so when the reality exactly. of it dawned on her and she knew that she needed to give up the baby with what her dad said and all that that the baby was going to have a better life than she could give the baby so um, right. I mean I would be sad too I would be super sad too and probably avoid people too so I think that that was such a natural response to what had happened to her yeah I agree. And, and, you know, for, you know, her age and for the situation and also pregnancy in general, like it changes the chemistry of your brain. And, and I think that something that is starting to become more, I think, acceptable in society is talking about how uh, pregnancy impacts, impacts women. Um, And there's like, there is a such thing as like postpartum postpartum depression um even if it's a very mild case i think in simone's simone's case but like and and just just the difference in that um and and how that that impacts you as a person um so i yeah agree agree Mm -hmm. with all your points um and to your point i i I love that you said like she wants to care for the baby you're like just yeah you're saying everything for me (laughs) i don't even need to comment on it uh but to your point about her um thinking first about how to care for the baby the next situation that we see her in is you know maybe is it is it best if i give this baby up right and she had a period of time where she could take the baby back um from the folks who adopted 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 him him, baby shay baby shay and uh, we know that she eventually (laughs) saw saw his face because her dad took a picture because he happened to run into run into the 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 father yeah 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 uh and so you know she goes through this period where she's thinking about it um she tells jordan jordan sort of oversteps right but um Mm -hmm. well he was she goes to talk to them love yeah so Right, right, right. He was doing it for a place of love. And so she ends up going to talk to them alone. And right after sort of knocking on the door and seeing how much they cared for baby Shay, then she's just like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't like, I just wanted to make sure that that the baby was okay. That was, that was, that's actually one of my favorite scenes of her. Same. That was so sweet. Like, (laughs) I think I actually tear up a beat yeah because again like she's so young and she's just trying to figure it out and oh my god she just wanted to care for that baby she just wanted that baby to be okay and you know seeing how much love he was enveloped with there i think she finally got some peace of mind to okay okay maybe i can relax a bit and know that he's doing okay with them so that was really sweet no exactly and so I, I I love that she got that um, 
moment of reassurance and yeah you know got that it's not even closure because then you know she's no, she's now closure. in the baby's I think, life like you said yeah it's the reassurance the reassurance yeah. already the the certainty of mind that he was okay because she still had he was doubts. okay and that she could be in his life right because they let her yeah. be in his life and so i really appreciate uh, that and you know we're gonna get back to that as we move forward to homecoming but wrapping up her time in all american simultaneously she's trying to figure out what she's gonna do for college uh because you know she you know that she was creating a human so she had to do it <laughs> yeah. um, so when she finally uh is able to focus on that uh college again Right, she's mm-hmm. a little late to doing the applications, and her and Jordan have this conversation about whether they truly know each other, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and they, you know, she's just like, "Oh, okay, well, maybe I, maybe I have a good idea for what I can write about the college my, for my college the essays." It's like, yeah. "What's been going on? Yeah, what's been going on in my life?" And the the two loves of her life, as she called it, <laughs> the two loves yeah. of her life. Um, so she's starting to figure out what she's doing for college, um, starting to get back into tennis, which we also figure out because of this whole, maybe they don't know each other as well as they thought. We find out that she's a tennis player with, uh, as the writers call it, Serena Williams potential. (laughs) I must say, I must say, if there was a lie that I wish, that I wish the writers did not include, it was that one. Just because it's like, this was the first time the, the audience fact, was hearing exactly, about tennis. Exactly, we didn't hear. <laughs> I mean, sorry, but that was that was. And I was just was like, just say too. Naomi Osaka, just say Sloane Stevens, like say any. <laughs> say yeah. another big name because the whole the, the whole tennis storyline it came it it hit me like a rock. I'm like, what now? She plays what now? Like right, she has exactly. never mentioned that before, and then it just comes not up a word comes up with that kind of information. Yeah. So, That's but we good. we do find out that she was she's a really good tennis player, and mm-hmm. you know, just throughout the rest of the season, when she's not sort of she's supporting Jordan, um, as he you know as he suffers the consequences of his own actions and gets a concussion and all of that, um, and might yeah. not be able to play football and slips into a bit of a depression, but they both sort of reconnect um reconnect as she's figuring out where she wants to go to college and then they sort of decide to be open about their marriage which came out right which came out because jordan's concussion <laughs> there's a lot of like, <laughs> jordan's concussion pushing their marriage jordan out. Uh, mm-hmm. into into the forefront, and she had, and, and open, obviously yeah. her and Laura have that whole that whole sort squabble of squabble at a um, hospital, yeah, squabble exactly. I was gonna say blow up, but I was like, I didn't want to say well. Squabble is good. Squabble is good. Uh, they have that whole squabble about <laughs> about what's best for Jordan's care because Laura was asking a lot of questions, and you know, he got the infamous phrase right. Wife Trump's Wife mother Trump's in this case. Mother. <clears throat> that was good. That was really good. <laughs> Again, my Lord defense was, was like, why are you talking to Mama Laura like that? Why are you talking to Mama Laura like that? No, I it was Laura was doing too much. She was doing too a little bit too much. And but then still, it, I, I feel like, like it go was, girl, you go girl, you tell her. Tell her. <laughs> tell her. 
I was like low-key neutral and low-key just like both of them both of them should have took a took a mm-hmm. jo- took a gel pill yeah. in that instance um but again so it ends up coming out right that they're married and so then it's like with that mm-hmm. it's Simone's parents finding out that they're married as well and a whole conversation ensues about whether to get it annulled Begins, or yeah right or rather to make it official and again simone's mom is simone's mom so she's like oh i want to make it official she just comes on to (laughs) comes on to stir up trouble yes (laughs) but no so she's simone's mom is just like oh we're having an official wedding here are the here are the colors like she was like, "Do you want neutral? Do you want neutral red or do you want crimson?" Like, what? <laughs> oh my! <laughs> no, she was acting like she was planning her own wedding. Like, <laughs> she was, and it, let's not forget that she she felt like she could do all of this mm-hmm. because Olivia released the tapes, and so she was just like, "Oh, they have too much going on in the Baker household to even realize yeah. that we're planning a wedding." Yeah. Um. So. Mm-hmm again we could see how just c- controlling her mom is and pushing this wedding together and so it really stresses Simone out I think and so she both she and Jordan with the whole her trying to get back uh, back on the track with tennis her dealing with these college applications obviously mm-hmm. this wedding and Jordan with everything he had going on with football and everything they were like looking for a weekend away which is how a we get away. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, um, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, probably still my best episode of season three. So I think it's a really yeah, good episode. It's be. a really, really mm-hmm. excellent episode. So we get the homecoming. We get the homecoming pilot. Obviously, Jordan, Spencer, and Olivia are with her as she visits her aunt. We find out she has an aunt, right? who's a journalism teacher and this whole pilot is about Simone trying to figure out what she wants to do for college and then coming right and coming to understand that you know she didn't think about going to an HBCU at first but after her experiences one of them being meeting Damon Sims Mm -hmm. (laughs) another one of them meeting uh you know getting to hear the tail end of classes and you know taking part in a dance competition while we find out some yeah. dances and all that um but again just the the experience as a whole meeting Keisha and Nate and um and playing against Thea who you know really the, the first from the jump would like pushed her pushed her and really challenged her and 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 seeing seeing Simone in sort of that um, underdog role, which I don't think that we get to yeah. see very often in all all American, but seeing right. someone we who really challenges, that, yeah. right? Seeing someone who challenged her, like on I think and off the court immediately in Thea, uh, right? She had the whole thing where she's just like, "Do you always go this intense, like just to warm so up your practice?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so yeah. seeing the push for excellence, I think is really what gravitated Simone towards towards Brinkston and by the end of that pilot she she decides to go I there. I mean I feel like she already knew yeah I, th- I feel yeah. like by the time she was leaving she already knew that she wanted to go there I feel 1000 percent 1000 percent what do you think about sort of the her character trajectory in 
you know, applying for Princeton, which we I didn't mention at the top, but applying for Princeton and applying to these colleges uh, and then eventually just going through all of this where it was like sort of her marriage to Jordan was sort of forced out into the open through the circumstances. You know, she's coming off of, you know, this whole situation where she was pregnant, had the baby and then is now in the baby's life and et cetera. Just everything that she went through sort of in season three leading up to her visit to Bringston and how she ultimately decided that maybe Bringston was for her. What do you think was like, I know that's a lot, but what do you think was like going through her mind? I feel like at this point, they knew that, uh, I don't know whether they were still pitching for homecoming at that point, but you could see her character start to expand more than we see. We heard about her playing tennis. We just mm-hmm. saw things that we didn't normally see about her because her storyline was initially tied to Jordan and then the baby. And now we see her expanding. We see her thinking of college, where to go to, whether with Jordan outside of her relationship. We just started seeing more of her character taking shape personally on her own, independent of any relationships or friendships or whatever that could be associated with that. And like you said, she's just given up her baby for adoption. And although she was in the baby's life, but that was not the initial plan. So I feel like that detachment thing was going on as well. The fact that she had to come to terms with the fact that she was not going to raise the baby. Like as much as she was comfortable with baby she being with the adopted parents, I feel like she would still be struggling with that the fact that she, the baby was not going to be with her. And then the marriage at that point. And I feel like maybe as she thought about her future, the fact that they were married, obviously she was thinking about her future with Jordan and not away from him. So like you said, her, we all seen more of her outside of anything. I feel like all the decisions made, even especially about Brinkston, was independent of anything. I think when she was there, she felt at home. First of all, despite it being a couple of miles, thousands of miles actually away from home, but she felt at home with the tennis program, with everything. I feel like she saw a whole new world and finally she could, I feel like in that moment at Brinkson, she put her relationship on like the back burner or something. And she only saw that school through her own eyes, which I feel was actually really nice. Because all is like since we met her, there's always someone attached. It was either the baby, it was either Jordan, it was either someone. But for once, she saw something through just her own eyes and only just for herself. And I think that was very refreshing to see. She was just thinking for herself and her future. And then she ties down back to saying, oh, we're married, all this and all that. But in that moment at Brixton, I think she was just thinking for herself. And I think that was really nice. I agree. And I was actually going to say, I think, um, similar to what you said, I think that she had spent sort of the past, let's say, since we meet her in season two, all the way up until this point, like you said, being attached to somebody, if it was, but also like, caring for someone like her focus was the baby for so long and then you know after after the baby came it was like sort of immediately just because of what it ended up being with Jordan's concussion it was like Jordan like what are you doing and then obviously he got hurt more after that concussion after cheating the concussion protocol 
Um, and so her focus was Jordan and then sort of it had to immediately be the wedding and like About the decision Jordan. that they made to get, yeah, to get mm-hmm. married and it was about her parents, etc. Meanwhile, also like her with college had been like, you know, trying to appease her mom, whether that was going to Stanford, whether it was going to Princeton, but going to like an Ivy League school. And so mm-hmm. I think that um, when she gets to Princeton in the homecoming pilot, backdoor pilot, she again is like, okay, this is what Jordan, or I sort of know what Jordan wants to do. And also like homecoming pilot, but also the, the, the the wedding that ended up being Billy and Loris <laughs> like yeah wedding uh but yeah. her really coming to her terms with the fact that like you know I I feel like this is where I can grow and I feel like this is where mm-hmm. I can succeed and I I feel my world expanding like you said like her character yeah. is expanding I feel like the, within the show like for once we could her see world, some form of individuality that's where we saw the her being an individual on her own without all of those attachments yeah right right and i think that we saw that as an audience because the character expanded but i also think like within herself as a character Mm -hmm. like her world expanded when she went to brinkston yeah and so she she really she really wanted to to explore that and so obviously she comes yeah, talks to Jordan um, about this um, and decides that she wants to go to Brinkston. Obviously, he and she's just like, yeah, I'm going to go with you. Yeah. But <laughs> she, <laughs> you know, she knows that that's not his dream. His dream, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so they have this conversation where they like mutually encourage like each other to go each for their other dreams. To follow their dreams, yeah. Yeah, to follow their dreams, and if that means that they have to go back to being boyfriend and girlfriend, as they call it, <laughs> even if it makes sense to no one else, as they call it again, as they say, yeah, um, that they uh, that that's what they're gonna do because their path is their path, and you know, mm-hmm. it's for them to it's for them to understand, and so that's sort of where we leave her. I think in the all-American world, because after that, it was her prepping, her prepping for Brinkston, to be honest. Yeah. Um, very much in the background. Um, so that's, that's Simone's journey on all-American is sort of coming into her own as an individual. I had to pause it right there, but uh, stay tuned for part two, where we talk about all-American homecoming season one and Simone's character journey through that. Thanks for listening again.